So you mean to tell me, Phil, that basically you'd rather a PTS than a TM guest blowback after the Radiant? <laughs> I've got to say, I think they're probably on level pegging at the moment. The PTS probably loses on the mags because they're too heavy. But that's the only downside to having it. And on that controversial position, uh, cue the music. Welcome to the Chairsoft Show, your weekly Airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the Airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsoft Show, Instagram at the Chairsoft Show or by email on andy at the Chairsoftershow.co.uk. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 67. Joining me this week, please welcome Airsoft Action contributor, writer, uh, I don't know which title you go by these days, and Clearwater Airsoft himself, Mr. Phil Bucknell. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on the uh, on the show. Not a problem. So, uh, correct me, is it contributor or is it writer or what do you go Both. by for Airsoft Action? <laughs> Both, Both, I think. Uh, mainly writer, I guess, um, but since starting writing for airsoft action i've helped um one of the other writers dash contributors with the airsoft action tv youtube channel which has been really good um and then that sort of made me do a few of my own videos for clearwater airsoft as well yeah so um you've been around for a while in the airsoft community i think it's fair to say (laughs) just just a few years yeah Yeah, so so just to introduce yourself to the people who may not have come across you, let's go back to where you first got into Airsoft. Crikey. Um, well, that would be a, a very young 14-year-old who lived in Staffordshire yep. and bought his first Airsoft gun when it was a kit from Academy, I think, from Bagnall's Model Shop in Stafford for about 12 quid. Back in the good right. old days when you could be trusted to buy a BB gun and not go silly with it, even if you are only 14. Yeah, the days that you'd walk into any sort of corner shop or high street yeah. pound shop as such and you could pick one up for not, like with your pocket money, basically. Exactly, and exactly. And that's all these were. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all these were. And they, they weren't brilliant, um, but it gave me a, an understanding of how they worked. Um, and it kind of... I'd always been into military stuff. I'd, I'd been shooting since I was younger than that. A um, little bit of clay pigeon, uh, full bore rifle, and that whatnot with the air cadets, um, which I'd just joined at 14. So just 2 2 rifle at that point, but did move on to full bore. Um, and shooting of my own, I uh, always had air guns, so I always used to do a bit of like pest control because I lived in the countryside. Um, but yeah, the airsoft thing, um, I worked for a company, so this was going on a few years. And my friend was in charge of Far East market, so he used to go to Japan all the time. At this point, I'd started buying and selling the, the TM recoil, not the recoils, sorry, the TM Springer guns. So right. you know, the, the rifles and the pistols. Yeah. Um, I'd sold them for a few years when I was at school, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I he came back from Hong uh, from Japan, sorry, with a Marui 
electric M4, and I'd never got a, an electric gun before that because I just didn't really have the money, and there wasn't a huge amount of choice. It was FAMAS or FAMAS, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but he had an M4, and I love I love the AR platform. I've I've always been a big fan of um, the AR, the M M series of rifles. I just think that the the design, the functionality of them, the customizability of them. They're just really good and they're fun to shoot, and real ones as well. You know, they're, they're, they they are good shooting guns. Um, and then it sort of snowballed from there. I, I bought an M4 myself. I ended up with a Marusen gas shell ejecting shotgun, which yeah, everybody told me not to get because it was completely impractical. And I of course ignored them, and yeah. then spent my first game using it, running around after all the shells because they cost so much and were hard to get. Promptly sold that. I stopped counting how much I've spent on airsoft after I got past forty thousand a few years ago. I don't even Jeez. bother trying to add it up now. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I've been through. You know, I, I've had starter kit. I've had cheap secondhand stuff. I've had stuff from army navy stores. I've had now. I've luckily privileged enough to be able to afford much more real kit. So Mayflower. Um, cry occasionally, very occasionally, but mainly I go for like Warrior or Spiritus um, stuff like that. You know the the kit that the guys really use because I just know it's going to last, and I, I've used enough stuff for long enough to know that the cheap stuff is good for a bit, but it will break eventually. Yeah, and it's a false economy in in the long run to to do it. So I, I tend to steer more towards the high end kit. And I like my guns to be as realistic, I suppose, as a toy gun can be. Hence yeah. why I like my gas blowbacks. I love pistols. I've always been a massive pistol fan. Um, I can't bear the thought of using an electric pistol. It's got to be gas blowback or nothing. And I, I love the functionality of the gas blowback rifles, even though they're hugely impractical in the UK. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and that's why I'm a massive fan of the, the recoil guns, but not so much on the TM camp side. I'm definitely the erg side of the recoil. Yeah, uh, which coin. is something we're going to come on to shortly. Now, one thing you said there when you said you stopped counting past the 40,000 mark. For yeah. those who aren't following you on Instagram, they need to do so because I'm looking at the photo you've uploaded of nine cases stacked on top of each other. Eight or nine, including the pistol yeah. case. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Eight, or eight or nine, nine cases stacked up on top of each other. Now, if you think each of those could have two in easily, there's yeah, there, then yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you the, can see the, where the money's going. The, the black one's full of pistols, so I, I did that for airsoft action. Um, New parole kindly. It was just when that case came out, they gave me a case, and I said, "Look, I've got loads of pistols. I keep them in little briefcases, and the foam's falling apart. I've got this idea." to get some foam and do custom cutouts for each pistol, magazines, etc, etc. Yeah. How do you fancy using one of the SMG cases as a base for it? And they were very kindly said yes, and they gave me a case, um, which is why it's black. I didn't feel if I was being given it to do this project that I could be picky. I was willing yeah. to take whatever colour they gave me. So yeah, Newprol very kindly donated that case, and it worked brilliantly. I've got two foam levels um it holds eight pistols the only problem is i keep buying new ones um so that's why i've got the single pistol box because it's got another pistol in that i've bu built since i did that project 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've scaled down a lot. I've gone, I think at the peak, I had about 28 rifles and well, well over 40 pistols, yeah. which sounds a lot, but compared to some of the guys I know who sort of started at the same time as me, it's quite tame. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm of the, you say you've got all that at the moment. I'm at the moment, I can't bring myself to sell anything, partly because I love everything I've got and find a use for everything that I've got, but partly with the current social media culture of uh, calling people out for no reason on sales, what it seems, <laughs> yeah. then I'm terrified of selling something because... Even if it all went swimmingly, you don't know what they're going to make up and put on the social media. Or they could message you and their messages not go through or whatever, but it's sharp on their phone, but you've not got anything. And it actually happened to someone that I know where he got called out and, like, it was bullshit, basically. Um, it's a bloody it, minefield. It yeah. really is. I mean, <laughs> I think, in a way, part of the worst thing that could happen to Airsoft at the moment is social media because of the way people are abusing it. I, I think it is, and I think in the, the older days, sort of before Facebook, when everybody used the forums um, yeah. on the internet, if, if anybody can remember that far back, like UCAS, uh, Arnie's Airsoft, uh, two of the big ones, um, you had to make a minimum number of posts before you could sell anything. So people had kind of like, you know, they got a bit of a backstory to to who you are and what you're doing yeah they're sort of known and established yeah and it, it gave people a little bit of a sense of um security maybe the wrong word but you know there, there was a little bit of a it felt a bit better than just facebook you see people getting scammed all the time and you know i, I know somebody and I, I won't go into how much they lost um but they got absolutely destroyed um by somebody yeah. who received the goods and then did a claim back on PayPal and won um, using some spurious excuse which PayPal bought and yeah. they took you know it we're not talking a few quid it's a few thousand pounds yeah um, so it's not I, I really now try my best to only sell to people that I know or that know people I know yeah oh, the only way I'd do it is face to face at a site yeah like yeah. go to a game and say, "Look, here it is. You can shoot it now. You can make sure you're happy with it, and then only when you're happy with it and the money's gone through, can you walk away with it." Exactly. And you know? and I will always do a video of something working if I'm sending it. And I hate couriers, but if I've got to, I'll always do a video of it working before yeah. you know it goes in the box and is sent off because uh, it's just far too easy for people these days. So it turned up and it was broken, um, and you go, "Well, it, it wasn't." But you've, you've got no recourse. And the, the other thing is people want everything for nothing. I had a friend who wants to sell a, a TM gas MP7 with about four mags and a gun case. Yeah. Uh, easily worth 200 quid, maybe even 250 any day of the week. And they sort of offered 100 for the lot. Yeah. Which is just insulting. It is, yeah. You know, you, you're buying a good gun to begin with if it's TM. Um, yep. But yeah, it it's a minefield, as you said. Uh, I wouldn't do it personally. No. I, that's um, why I've got so many gun boxes full of guns because I can't I bring I'm myself to. Yeah, running out of space at the moment. Well, I was actually. Well, I have, I have. I've this just is ordered the, thing. the John Wick as well. I've just ordered the John Wick special from Evike. 
Oh, the um, the twenty eleven, the yeah, the TTI yeah. twenty eleven licensed. You know, you'll have to I let me know how that is because I, I do like that. I do like the uh, salient arms stuff. I think it looks really nice. I tell it, you what, let's let's arrange it now. We'll I'll drive up. We'll do something. We'll sort something out so you can have a go with it and shoot it. Sounds good to me. Up. Come up to uh, Clearwater HQ and we'll have a have a blast. We'll put a range together and we'll have a shoot. Yeah, we, it's got to be a speed shooting range, though. Oof, okay. You know, I'm not exactly in, in peak physical condition, so... <laughs> oh, I, I, I meant shooting from the patio down in the, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, with we'll, a chair we'll and the cocktails. Yeah. We'll sort I, it I, out. I like that idea as well. But they've got, you'll have to make them alcohol-free cocktails. Mocktails. Because, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what people will be like, drinking and guns, oh, where's your, you know... I'm just imagining all the posts with capital letter, lowercase mm. letter, capital letter that seem to be propping up again on social media at the moment. Oh well, everybody's got everybody's offended about something these days. Yeah, everyone's offended by everything. As Al Murray said when I saw him the other week, you, all you have to do is turn around to them and say, "Well, I'm offended by you being offended." Job done. <laughs> yeah, they're triggered. Is another one, isn't it? They'll just be completely yeah. like pulling the pin out of a hand grenade. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So. <laughs> Obviously, you've been playing for quite a while, and you're well established. So, you then sort of began writing for Airsoft Action, um, contributing or whatever we want to do. I and well, I actually started writing for Airsoft International quite quite a while ago, and Ooh, okay. it came about because I knew Ben, who was the editor, because of the stuff that I was doing with Ukapu when I was chairman. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, and there's no excuse not to know now. Ukapu is the only players association that is there to make sure that we, as players, don't get shafted. And yeah. it's also the only one that's ever lasted. You know, we, we started it in 20, no, 2006. About uh, the time the VCRA came in. Which was the driving force behind it. And it was Matt Fury King, Airsoft Fury, um, yeah. who sort of pulled... I think it was about 15 of us together. And I still remember the meeting now. It was in a working man's club in Birmingham. <laughs> 15 of us all sitting there, sort of thrashing out what to do and how to do it. And we did. Uh, you know, Matt was most definitely the driving force behind it and probably yeah. the reason it kept going. And he stepped out for a bit and I did the chairman's role for about 18 months. Uh, and it, you know, the the biggest hurdle in doing it was dealing with airsofters. They, yeah. they you know, after about eighteen months of it, it's like the government don't have to worry. Airsofters will destroy airsofting on their own. You don't have to worry. Don't ban it. No need. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll get ourselves banned. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, it was it was amazing to see how vociferously people would shout that we didn't represent them. And yet, yeah. they'd be the first to ring if the gun that they just imported, grey from Hong Kong, got seized by customs, yeah. asking us to help them get it. Um, it I, just, I just found that intensely amusing that they didn't want us to represent them to the government and to the Home Office. It wasn't some Mickey Mouse organisation, you know. They were involved in very high-level discussions um, in keeping airsoft going. Pretty yeah. much, and I know there were a lot of other people involved at the time, and formation of Ukara, which is probably a show on its own. Um, yeah. But Ukapu was and still is responsible for defending um, anybody who picks up an airsoft gun and shoots it 
pretty much you you're still allowed to do that in no small part thanks to Ukapu. Yeah, definitely. Um, um but yeah, you were you're obviously now we've just found out that you were writing for Airsoft mm. International. Uh so Yeah, so Ben what asked me you... to do um an editorial on is Airsoft shooting. Yeah. Uh, and I did, and then that led on to a regular sort of monthly double page spread. And then I think it was April last year, I was shooting uh, an invite game in Humber, and I just happened to be with uh, Bill Price Thomas, who I've known for a few yep. years from uh, various other shooting disciplines as well as Airsoft. And Nige was there as well, the editor of Airsoft Action. And I just got on really well with them. I sort of approached them and said, Look, would you be interested in publishing my stuff? Yeah. And haven't looked back. Been writing for them since, and then as an offshoot of that, um, started doing sort so of co-hosting some of the AA TV shows with Tom. Yep. Uh, which are great fun. <laughs> they they are actually genuinely good fun to film yeah. as well. Um, and I didn't make up the nickname myself. He came up with Phil the Power because of obviously Phil Taylor, the yeah. Power, the darts player from Stoke on Trent. <laughs> so it wasn't me that chose it, but that's how nicknames work, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's how anything like they need to be assigned to you, really, mm. to work. Um, yeah, they never stick if you make it up yourself. Yeah, but it's got to be given to you. And then over the the years, I started an airsoft team which was called Clearwater PMC, right. um, and then I started making my own Kydex holsters, and that was Clearwater holsters. So it felt natural that for anything media-based that I was going to do, I kept that sort of clear water lineage going. So so, some people who've known me for years will know exactly why, you know, it's clear water airsoft. But for those who don't know, it sort of, it was like the natural progression and just to keep the name, keep the name going, I suppose. keep, keep, Keep that brand identified to you in a way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's why it's clear water airsoft. And, you know, since I started doing that, um, I've really enjoyed it. You know, I've I've met some really great people, seen some really nice stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about. Uh, seen some really nice stuff that I have been able to talk about. Yeah. Reviewed some absolutely amazing products. Seen some absolute dogs as well <laughs> that you know, yeah. hopefully won't make it out of uh, pre-production. But yeah, it's been a it's been an absolute blast, and you know, it's sort of. It's really nice after cracky over twenty five years playing to be able to I hope you know impart some of the knowledge and mistakes that I've made and wisdoms that I've picked up uh, to to other players who might not be so long in the tooth. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So the way we met for everyone or sort of got talking to the point where we are now uh, was actually. Uh, because of again, I may or may not have mentioned a couple of times, which was my KWA Ronin, uh, which was how sort of the start of the talking point for yeah. us, really, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, which then resulted in you inviting me to the KWA PTS ERG owners group. Exactly, uh, yeah. If I've missed anything out there, I apologise, but I'm trying to remember the name off the top of my head. No, I, I think you got um, all the acronyms in. Yeah. So. Um, Obviously, this is a brand you seem to be very passionate about. In fact, we were talking before the show about how I was just reading your article on the PTS Radian rifle that was yeah. in 
Uh, I don't know if this the next one's out yet, but it was in one of the most recent. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the I can most never keep track because it comes out midway through the month, and it's always like a month ahead. So it's like you should try you writing them. Yeah, you get to June and it's like August, and I'm like, where did July go? <laughs> I know um, what you mean. I know what you mean. It's it's not much easier writing them. Yeah. So uh, obviously we 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 left a very controversial opinion that is going to clearly trigger some people in the introduction. What is it about the KWA PTS ERG brand slash the KWA PTS brand itself that does it for you over everything else? Okay. Well, I had a TM recoil. I've had several TM recoils actually. Yeah. Um, over the years and. I've always thought, yeah, they're nice and they, they feel good. They've got a pretty good range, that's for sure. You know, they make quite a few different models, but they still always felt like toys. Yeah. They, they, they just, I don't know what it is. Um, even with the metal receivers, they just feel a little bit lackluster. Um, and I got, although my friend uh, James will disagree, I think I got one of the first. There you go. I'll, I'll concede to that. One of the first um, PTS scouts, so the very first yeah. ERG model in the UK. Um, I've sold it on now, but I've had ten or more since then. Yeah. Um, and it just felt instantly so much more solid, and the recoil is stronger. Um, I don't care what anybody says. I've fired both multiple times. The ERG kicks harder than a TM. Out the box, that is, you know, without doing anything to it, the erg kicks harder. Yeah. Um, and it's no wonder, really, because the guy who designed the erg designed the TM, but then went on to KWA to make it a better design. Yeah. So really, the erg is the natural progression, and this is going to upset every single fanboy out there, but is yeah. the natural progression of a TM. Do, do, do you hear that in the background? That's the that was the sound of people being that's triggered. The sound of, no, that's the sound of everyone's minds being blown. There you and go. Being triggered. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, I watch my my numbers go down on all the metrics that you can follow yeah. on social just, media. Just now. to follow on erg for those who don't know is electric recoil gun. It's the electric the recoil gun, yeah. and it's powered so, by the KFS, which is the kinetic feedback system. Yeah, not for anyone who's had anything to do with either the military or the cadet forces. Knife fork spoon. No, no. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. Jeez. But no, it's not. It's not a yeah. knife fork spoon. But for me, um, you know, Marui's fire at a certain energy level because of yeah. Japanese law, and everybody, bar none, upgrades that power level. Mm. I, I don't know many people who leave them stock. Um, and yeah. there was a. George did a review not long ago with a bog standard TM416 yeah. and his conclusion and I fully agree with him is it ain't worth it standard you know the, the range isn't amazing the FPS isn't amazing the externals are okay I think they look they look good um, yeah. but does that command £600 no I don't think it does you can get an ERG for £380 £400 yeah. um, it's much tougher I think it's built better I think the recoil system's better. You don't yeah. have that silly mechanism for an ele- fake blowback bolt to mess up. You can use standard M4 mags in it without an adapter. Um, the mags are infinitely cheaper. You know, you can get a box of three for 45 quid instead of 
you know, £22 each or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, £30 per mag I paid for the PCS wow. CPMs uh, at my local retailer. They um, £30 each? Yeah. That's for, oh, man. for the TM Recall EPMs. From oh, PCS. right, yeah, yeah. Whereas a box of three of the PTS EPMs, I think it's £49. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it to me, it works better, it kicks harder, the rate of fire is on a par with a real M4. Um, the only downside, and I think this is where TM beats most people, is the hop. Um, the, yeah. the KWA hop rubber out of the box is generally rubbish um, and the best thing you can do and it takes a bit of time because it is really really tight fit yeah. swap it out for a promy purple um, and people are always asking on the erg group what shall I upgrade and I'd say nothing just plug a battery in yeah. and go and play you know, you know and if they're playing at higher FPS because I think KWA's main market is by far the biggest one is the US yeah. where they, their standard is about 380 fps so yeah. there yeah you know the hop rubber is made for that and sort of running on an 11.1 but you've got that extra resistance in the system from the bigger spring yeah now uh yeah that's the thing that made me laugh with the uh tm versus kwa argument the tm you have to upgrade it if anything the kwa you have to downgrade you do yeah to and- an extent and just to fact, get it within the UK limits. Exactly. And, and but the thing is most of the ones that are sold in the UK now are uh, like they they got the CQB springs in which does bring them in around about 320. Yeah. I think it's, um, yeah, I think it was about 320 330 when I chronoed mine yeah. brand new with no hop set. Obviously yeah. when you get the hop set it can go down a bit. But but you know they they're okay but one thing that's amazed me about the TM market is and I, I somebody actually had a go about saying that TM was better than than the ERG on the ERG group but then he listed all the things he'd done to it and I said well that's not standard then is it yeah um, but there's this this trend now and I keep seeing it on Instagram and you know I, if people want to spend their money on it and it's their money I have absolutely no problem with it I just can't understand buying a brand new gun that's already £600 and then spending £900 on upgrades yeah. before you've even picked it up before you've even held it in your own hands, you've gutted it and replaced everything with aftermarket parts. Yeah. And you've and spent... even then you don't need to. No. Even then you don't need to. All I've had done to my TM recoil is um well that's another story what's going on with it at the moment. But uh all that's happened to it really is it's had a gate tighten fitted. Yeah. It's had the springs upgraded. Um okay. the Gears and the motor have been upgraded, and possibly a couple of other bits. But see, I bet I mean, that's about a level five or six upgrade. Yeah, I don't know what they'd class it as a, a Eagle Six because they didn't do it. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even then, you know, you've spent. I mean, the MOSFET itself, Gate Titan, is 150 quid. Yeah, they're not cheap. But and yeah. I, and I argue, I, I do wonder if there's even a genuine need. Um for that because I the only thing I did to any of the TM recoils I owned was put an M95 spring in them that was it Yeah, I didn't change a single other thing and they work brilliantly I, I never stripped the pistons or the gears never ran them on anything more than a 7.4 lipo chucking out 0.28 BBs till I got bored of them and sold them and put the money into more ergs and that was the thing for for what I spent on 
the recoil TMs and mags, when I sold yeah. them, I could buy two ergs. Yeah, exactly. You know that, and I'm not going to give too much away because I've still got to do the video on this, the comparison between the Ronin and the uh, TM recoil. Which it was, I was quite interested when you mentioned about the recoil because I'd agree with you on that. The recoil is stronger, yeah. but I'm just trying to find a scientific way to prove so. I guess if you could rig them up so that the gun's held securely yeah. and then get maybe a pressure sensor pad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's finding a way of yeah, doing it. mounted behind yeah. it so that they kick against it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe some bathroom scales see if, you know, that it kicks it and you yeah. could just see how much weight, for want of a better expression, it exerts on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's That was what my thought, actually. Uh, trying to figure that out is going to be fun but uh, yeah they are the KWAs and I'm, I'm guessing the PTSs as well because you've got more experience well, yeah, there, they're, I've not yet they're, seen um, the, the they're solid builds yeah they're made by they're all made by KWA or Yik yeah. Fung I can't remember it's Wise YYK Industries or something yeah but the you know the, the PTS apply their licensed brands so the Centurion Arms C4 yeah. Before that, with the Magpul, uh, Scout, and CQB, and it was really interesting because they came out after Magpul pulled out of the airsoft market completely, but they were kind of already invested in the project, so yeah. PTS were allowed to release it, and that's you know I think it was one of the only times where you could still get PTS Magpuls, but they were for the Erg. Yeah, but um, I mean the, the brand itself, um, they are solidly built the guns. Oh yeah. They are like. I think you could beat a rhino to death with one and then go and play with it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unreal. Like I, I literally held it up, uh, my TM, and you can feel bits starting to wobble where I've had it a year or so. Yeah, okay, it's gonna wear a bit, but even so, not to the extent that I was getting. I'd say. No. Um, then you get onto the KWA, and it literally was just solid built. I was like, I think the only rattle you could hear was the wires. Yeah, and the connector inside the gun. You know, yeah. everything else is just superb. And obviously, you've got that nice stock on it. You've got the nice rail on it. Um, all I've had to do, all I've done, is a stick of vortex on it, an O light, and a PTS foregrip, angled foregrip, because I thought yeah. it looks better than a proper straight down foregrip. Which are all external upgrades that don't affect the gun. But if that is a yeah, TM exactly. one. Then you'd have, you know, if it was a TM, I'd have uh, upgraded the internals. You know, the springs would have been out, gears, piston head. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't knock anybody for doing that, and I think yeah. the TM erg thing is I a bit like it. Apple Samsung. Both. Yeah, I've got both, and I get it. I get why you do it. I get yeah. that you really need to for the UK market because let's be honest, you can put a two eight in a standard TM recoil and you can almost watch the BB flying over to the target. They have enough time to have a cup of coffee and step yeah. out of the way of it. Yeah, I mean when it's firing I think what the 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 highest uh, stroke FPS I had was three hundred. Yeah. And with a point two eight, yeah, you could see it leave the muzzle, um and you could watch it all the way to the target without any problem whatsoever. Yeah. Um the erg once I've got one erg that is zeroed really well I need to do. I need to mess around with the optics on the others because I've changed a few things externally. So you know the, the scope height's changed and whatnot, and inner barrel's been moved a bit in a couple. But one of them, if that dot is on a target and that target is at thirty meters, I know I'm going to hit within four inches 
of that dot yeah. from the from the um, red dot scope. Yeah. Uh, and it it's like a, a laser, and I just love it. You know, it chugs away at about seven hundred uh, rounds per minute, which is about the same as a real M4. Um, the mags, if you want to be really masochistic, you can switch them down to thirty rounds. Yeah. I've done it a couple of times. Don't recommend yeah. it. <laughs> Um, unless you are doing a mill sim where there's limited ammo, and in that case, it it's fine. You know, everybody else is on the same. Yeah, like everything though, it's what you want to get from airsoft. You know, I mean, Christ, they even do a 480 round high cap for the TM Recall series now. I know, I know, and um, I have recently upgraded to like the 120 round mags, but that's it. Yeah. I refuse to put a high cap in the Ergs. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I can't. I haven't got much choice in my mag capacity on the Ronin because it's 120. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? When I was reviewing it for the magazine for Airsoft Action, I ran with, um, and that was through John at JTAC. He lent me yeah. one of the Ronin. Well, he lent me two actually. He lent me the Erg version and the C version. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you get stuff to review, they'll send you the gun, and you go, "That's great," but I've got one mag. What am I supposed to do with this? You know, I can't yeah. play and then stop every mag change to reload it with a speed loader. It's not practical. John sent me two boxes of mags as well, so I actually yeah. had seven mags, eight mags really. Uh, so I could use them to play, and I did. I I played a day um, with one and played a day with the other. Um, I let other people have a go with it to get their feedback. And yeah, I think the 120 round mags, uh, and I really enjoyed using both of them. I know they're not based on real guns but they very much fall into this current trend in real steel shooting for pistol caliber carbines yeah I, it's not my cup of tea i like it i, I suppose maybe I, I i limit my own sphere of knowledge because i am such a big ar fan yeah um, but i do try and stay abreast of everything else i, I really struggle with ak's i just don't like them I, yeah. I don't like the old ones. I don't like the tactical ones. I don't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I do like all sorts of shooting. Um, you know, I um, I like clay pigeon. I like practical shooting, three gun, uh, target shooting. I have no problem with hunting. I'm not such a big fan of trophy hunting. I think that's a bit too far. But if you're hunting and you're eating what you kill, not a problem with that whatsoever. Pest control as well. Yeah, um, yeah. AKs is just about the only thing I can't bring myself to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Got to yeah, have limits. Everybody, everybody, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. It's very clear that uh, airsoft action that you all have your own special little things that you really want to get a hold of. Anyway, reading the articles, uh, you yeah. Can tell there's the passion there. Yeah, and I, that's why you know people might see that every time I write a review, it's it's another M4 or yeah. something like that. Because, um, yeah, <laughs> it is, it's going to be an M4 or a pistol or some stupid idea yeah. I've had that I want to see if it'll work. Speaking of pistols, how was that upgrade kit going that you got for yours? Well, apart from the user error fitting it, where I stretched the trigger bar spring so it wouldn't right. lock, um, uh, Teg from Kydex Customs had a look at it for me and fixed it. Yeah. Uh, works beautifully. Uh, the, what surprised me was that the the metal slide itself, when it was all empty of all the gubbins, yeah. really wasn't that much heavier than the plastic slide it was replacing. It, it really did surprise me um, because yeah. it is really strong, um, but 
it isn't that much heavier and it cycles no differently to how it did before and i'll be the first person to say you know don't mess with things if it works it's great yeah but i also know i'd seen more than one or two people who'd got the agency arms glock kits that pts released yeah so i kind of had a benchmark that i knew the pts conversion kits were pretty good because the tolerances were so much better right Um, yeah and that's probably why you know you paid 360 dollars for it rather than a hundred dollars say for a garda slide that from slide to slide could have huge differences um yeah so i wasn't too worried uh, a little bit worried because it was a big investment and i bought a pistol to put it on so everything was brand new um and i think that's another thing to bear in mind if you're going to do one of those kits i my personal view is that it's better going onto a gun that's brand new yeah because then everything's starting from the same point you're not putting a brand new unit onto bits that have done a few thousand rounds and have worn down so everything's starting from the same level of wear um i partly did it that way because i was reviewing it for the magazine and um also reviewing it for pts because it it just been released um but yeah i'm i'm happy with it I saw they released the Dragonfly version, which actually I, I'd quite like as well. But I'm I'm completely broke now, so <laughs> that'll have to wait. It's always the way, is it? Yeah, <laughs> soon. One day it will be mine. Yeah, to quote Wayne. Definitely. Well, I think we've sort of really spoken to death, really, about PTS or KWA. So uh, let's hear your final thoughts on the brand itself. Um, I think. You Sell know? it to people that have never tried it before. Let's let's go that way. Okay, if you like good quality kit um, that is a premium product but doesn't always have a premium price, then you should really check out the fully licensed kit that PTS offers um, because it is just brilliant stuff. It really works. If it didn't, I wouldn't use it. There you go. Cool. I think that pretty much sums it up nicely. Uh, final thing, what's coming up for Clearwater Airsoft okay um, I have um, some videos to do on a couple of guns that I've just got in one thing that I saw at the Northern Shooting Show was Spackner Arms and um, I got one of their budget guns was shown to me on the stand and then when they told me uh, how much it was I nearly dropped it I couldn't believe it so I thought I've got to get one um, and I went to buy it, and then I saw that the next one up from that was on sale for only 10 quid more, and I bought it. Uh, so I've got that to review, and you know, it, even at the full price, it's still below £160. It comes with a gate MOSFET Titan in it. It's got two spare, it's got two mags, uh, Dean's connector straight away. It is an absolutely stonking gun. So I'm doing a bit of a piece on Spekner Arms because you know, they're, they're, a lot of people won't have heard of them. Um, but they are really, really good quality. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing that. I um, have got some more BB tests to do because they're always good fun when people see the results if it's not something that they agree with. Um, last one we did was a 0.28 BB roundup because that's yeah. the weight that I've used or st- or use now for all my guns. So we're going to do a bio BB roundup. Um, I think 
especially in woodland areas, if it's not forced on us, that's the way that I think sites should go. Um, yeah. And I think BBs have finally got to the point where you don't have to worry that if you don't use them all on the day, they're going to swell up or break your guns in other ways. Exactly. Bio BBs have come a lot, even in the short time I've been playing. Uh, I say short time, it's about five, six years now, but I mean, in Airsoft at the moment, that's a considerably short time, really, whether you think of people like yourself who've been doing it for... I think one thing that the time I've been doing it gives me is perspective. Yeah, you can remember what things were like, and I can even remember, like, even the new Pro BBs, when they used to swell up, and now the Razors are a fantastic range, and they're solid. You know, in the testing that we did, the Razors came out, they they did really, really well. Um, uh, There was a couple that really stood out, um, that seemed to be liked by both of our guns equally, and then there were a couple that there was a little bit of a difference and the razors were in that sort of that, that lower group, but they were also cheaper than the ones yeah. that did better. So yeah. it, it's not really that much of a stretch to say that if you've got a budget, the razors are brilliant. And I, I remember throwing away six bottles of the old new Prol BBs. And in fact, yeah, when exactly. I was down at new Prol last week, talking to Ross and yeah. um, thank you very much to the guys there who let me come down for a warehouse tour. Um, he he was really passionate about the BBs. I know just from talking to him how much effort and energy and commitment has gone into making the razors yeah. everything that they could be and should be. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, the first launch for BBs, they didn't take it lightly. You know, I'm not, I won't go yeah. into all the detail, but I know for a fact that it, they didn't just brush it off and it wasn't like a big faceless corporation going, oh, well, never mind. It yeah. really, that, that I think that's, what drove them to make the razors as good as they are. Yeah. If you're still new to Airsoft and you don't remember what originally happened, that's a story for around the campfire. If you bring us a beer and ask Definitely. About it. A few beers because it gets painful. <laughs> yeah. It is painful it does. story. It was, um, yeah. Yeah. But that's another day. Yep. Um, um, sounds like you've got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So doing that, um, somehow, I'm not sure how, I'd really like to have a go at maybe doing a bit of two gun. I don't think three guns for me because... I just don't think the airsoft shotguns are up there at a yeah. moment where it's either a single shot one or you've got the shell ejecting ones. Uh, and they're th- a lot of money. For- they are a lot of money. And I think, you know, there's other things I'd rather buy. Um, yeah. I've really enjoyed lately because my son just started playing last year, taking him with me. So I, I've really looked at non-erg based guns um and you know i i've not bought anything that didn't recoil for christ whenever they came out over five years until recently so i've really enjoyed looking at things like that because he's got a completely different perspective to what makes a good gun or good bit of kit to me and i'm going you should use this it's brilliant he goes yeah but i can't get that i can't do this or this bit's too big or it's not comfy so I'm really enjoying having that new insight from yeah. from somebody who's, well, the same age I was when I started. So it's gone full yeah. circle. Exactly, exactly. All right, I think that's about it. Thank you very much for your time tonight, Phil. No, thanks very much for having us on, and uh, I hope the show continues to go from strength to strength. Thank you very much. Uh, last thing from you, where can people find you? Uh, Facebook is the best place, so Clearwater Airsoft. Um, give us a look or on Instagram clearwater underscore airsoft 
or hopefully you'll keep reading my articles in Airsoft Action. So yeah, do it. Keep uh, the print media alive. Exactly. You know, it's an old way, but there's something that you just can't beat about turning the pages in a magazine. Um, yeah, exactly. And it is the best airsoft magazine on the market. Yep. I'm not biased. Definitely. From me, that definitely. <laughs> yeah. It keeps me in work as well, to an extent. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But I love writing for it. I hope people like reading it. Um, as long as they do, I'll keep doing it. But yeah, um, that's where you can find me. Yeah, and that's it from me, guys. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks again to Phil for his time. Uh, catch you guys next week. Take care. Take care of each other. Don't be a dick. And I'll see you guys next time on the Chess Off the Show. Bye for now. <laughs>